welcome back to the show. This is Jesse De La Pena. We have a very special guest tonight, my good friend Terry Hunter, who's been in the game a very, very long time. As a Chicagoan, as a music person, and especially as a house music lover, we are very proud of you. We're very happy to see you still doing the work, production-wise, touring, putting the Chicago name out there. And right now, people are still buzzing about this Beyonce remix Grammy nomination. So we are super excited. Since we have you here, we want to catch up, see what you've been working on, what's in the plans going forth. Tell us how that thing came together. So one day, um, shameless plug, I do a show every Thursday um, on Twitch called Sanitize Your Soul. And so I was um, streaming at the time and stream was going well. A bunch of people in there and then my phone started ringing. And it was from a brother that um, used to manage Jennifer Hudson. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, I hit him back. So I'm doing my stream, calls me again. Let it go, calls me again. I said, hold on. So I told my guy, Randall, that runs my stream. I said, go to another scene. I got to take this call. So while we the stream, I pick up. I'm like, yo, what's going on? He's like, oh, man, did I catch you at a bad time? I said, no, I'm just doing my stream. But I'm like, what's good? I'm like, yo, we getting the band back together? Thinking he was still representing Jennifer Hudson. And so he was like, well, no, not quite. But got something for you. He was like, finish your stream. Call me right back. He was like. I need you to call me right back, though. I said, matter of fact, hold on. <laughs> I went back and said, stream over. And so we ended the stream, got back on the phone, and he was like, well, you know, I'm um, doing some things uh, with Beyonce and Break My Soul, and I'm sure you're familiar with it. Um, do you think you can remix it? I was like, um, <laughs> huh. Do I think I can remix it? You know, I'm really busy. Hell yeah, I can remix it. So, man, he sent me. We talked. We caught up. He sent me the parts that night. I went in Thursday night. As soon as he sent, I had a rough for him four hours later. They listened to it. He let B hear it. Loved it. I finished it off, and here we are, man. That's pretty incredible. Yes, it is. And, and this is based on other relationships you've had. Absolutely. I mean, you've done some pretty major work, your own labels, yes. your own releases. When it comes to this dance thing and this house music thing, just being in Chicago, we've seen a commercial side of it, maybe in the 90s. Mm -hmm. Europe embraced it. Africa yes. embraced it. But... In the States, it's been a little hard to break that barrier and get back in the mainstream of course. eyes. So as this has kind of opened some doors, got people talking, what has been the response so far from folks in the business, but just regular folks? I think for the most part, you know, I was just talking about how Chicagoans and, and definitely a lot of the East Coast people, New York, Jersey, Philly, I get it, right? Um, we hold house music so close and dear to us, we don't want to let it grow, right? And so I feel like that has been the consensus in the States about it, you know what I mean? And not really believing in the music. They thought it was very underground. And so I think that this thing with Beyonce and, of course, the Drake situation, this back and forth, you know, people mm -hmm. saying Beyonce said that she is going to bring house back. She never said those words. And it was just funny, side note, I was talking to, after the Grammy uh, nomination, I was talking to uh, Beyonce's team, and he told me something that I just blew my mind, is that, number one, they wanted to put that album in R&B, and Beyonce wasn't having it. And that's the things that, you know, I want to tell that story. And, and, of course, 
is going to be put out there, but she wasn't having it. It's, this is not an R&B album. She stood on it. She wrote letters to the, the heads of, of the Grammys and Billboard and all of that stating this is not an R&B album. She wanted that album to come out and dance. You know what I mean? She's now nominated for Best Dance Album, right? She's the first black female that has ever been nominated for Best Dance Album in the Grammys. I've never knew that. So my mind is going all the way back to Donna Summer, maybe Donna Ross. There's just so many other people. This is the first. So to all the naysayers out there that was saying it wasn't real house music or she said that she was bringing house music back, let me explain something to you. In this present day and time, she 1,000% did. And I thank her for it. Let's stop that conversation right now. She did it. She's representing dance music. And I've said this a million times. She could have went to anybody else. Shout to Honey Dijon. She produced two records, I believe, on that Renaissance album. And she also did a remix for Break My Soul. So she made sure that Chicago was represented on that. She could have went to anywhere and anybody to do that mix. And so I, I just have mad love for her, man, and, and really sticking to her guns about house music and dance music, period. So all the naysayers out there, whatever, you see where we at with it now. You're tuned into Vocalo Radio. I'm Jesse De La Pena, and this is my conversation with Grammy-nominated DJ and producer Terry Hunter. Artists are aware of dance music. It was kind of a thing in the 90s, the dance remixes, the uh, Destiny Child Maurice mixes, and, and all that work that was put in prior to this. Yes. So I have to think that was somewhere in the files when she's thinking house music, she's thinking Chicago. She's got somebody with her hand yes. on the pulse of what's happening in dance music and in the house music scene. Yes. So it's just inspiring. It is. And to add to that is that what I also found out later was that her mother's brother, Beyonce's uncle, was a house head. So she heard all of this music. He was a Frankie Knuckles fan. So she heard all of this music as a young girl. And people don't know this as well. That album was a dedication to her uncle. So it goes way deeper than what we think. You know what I mean? She's been listening to this music by way of her uncle since she was a little girl. So it was just only time and, you know, that, that separated her from doing it. And so I just love her for it, man. Had you done any work with uh, her in, in the past? Never. So it was the, the very first time. first time. Very first time. Absolutely. And you've done some pretty major artists yes. over the years. Absolutely. I've worked with Mary J. Blige, did some stuff with Michael Jackson, John Legend, uh... I mean, there's so many people, the list goes on. The Jill Scott. Jill Scott, uh, Estelle. Uh, it's just so, I can't even think of the, the, the artists right now, but it's just been a lot. And to really have that, like, which was crazy. When I got the call, I had just finished it. And just to show you how God is, as soon as I was done with the mix, I get a phone call, and it was Shaka Khan people in the label. And I remixed Woman Like Me for Shaka Khan. So obviously, throughout the history, we've had, you know, big shout to Steve Hurley that's was doing uh, so many remixes. But in this particular day and time, you know, it was just to, to do Beyonce and do Shaka Khan in the month of June was mind-blowing because this particular time frame, it, it really wasn't a lot of that going on, especially coming from major labels. You know what I mean? And so that thing for me was just, I still, I, I can't believe it, you know, that this happened. So shout to Shaka Khan and her whole team and and and, 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 and trusting me in doing it. The version you played at the picnic, yes. was that the rough or was that the finished version? That was the finished version. Oh, that was yeah. pretty awesome. That it's, was the finished version. And I was impressed that you turned it around 
that quick yes. then. I had no yes. idea. Nah, and I just caught the bug, and I finished my stream about 8, and, man, by 2 in the morning, I had a dope rough. Shout out to my man George Pettis that played keys for me. It was it was done. It was it was ready to go. And it was funny because obviously you gotta kinda watch what's going on. So by me and her, one of her managers having that relationship, I was like, look, he knew what Chosen Few was. And I was like, listen, everybody in their mama is doing remixes unofficially, right? Like throwing it out there. I'm like, you gotta let me play this. You gotta let me preview this at the picnic. He was like, what? I was going to suggest that to you. Absolutely. Just don't give it to nobody yet. And when I played it at Chosen Few, when I tell you the hype, the crowd, the press went insane. I mean, big shout to all of the blogs and everybody out there that really pushed the record. That's what just made it go over the top, you know? If you're just joining us, I'm Jesse De La Pena, and this is my conversation with DJ Terry Hunter. staying busy every time i look up you're you're traveling i like the documenting i like the video yes. you taking us on that little journey yes what can we expect yeah I'm, I'm super happy man um i've signed a deal back in 2019 with ultra and then we went into the pandemic and then obviously it just kind of went quiet and so now patrick moxie that used to own ultra sold directly to sony and so ultra is now a part of the sony family we have revisited my project doing new records. I'm super excited about it. Shout out to my man Kyle Garcia, which is my A&R that loves the music, knows the music, and wants me to be completely me because I'm not used to that structure from a major label for me as an artist is concerned. It's different. Normally, I'm the producer, and that's it. I'm the producer, the artist, everything. So it's a bit weird to have someone tell me, well, I think you should try it this way, huh? What you mean try No, this it. <laughs> like, no, we, no, we... We're not finna do this. And that's the thing that I love about Kyle. He was like, listen, forget all that. Do you. We want a Terry Hunter album. That's what we're going to deliver. So I'm excited about that. The first single is actually coming out the week after the Grammys. It's called Self Love, featuring Estelle, Shantae Savage, and Chicago's own Jay Ivey. So I'm looking forward to that, dropping that right after the uh, the Grammys. And that's going to be the first. Well, really, the second single. We released a single called um, Angel featuring Divine Brown out of Toronto, Canada. That came out almost a year today. And then again, Ultra Sold, and so we went quiet. So really, this is like official second single, but really the first single. 
to J.I.V. on his Grammy nomination Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Got that whole forward movement of having poetry as its own separate category for the Grammy. So he's done a lot to make that happen. So big shout to Jay. It's a beautiful day when Chicago is in the spotlight. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we always get excited for our teams. Definitely the music. It's, it's incredible. And, and as we move forward, you know, Chicago used to be a little more divided with the hip hop yes. and the house. And people are finally embracing things, looking at how close things are, yes. still coming from disco, the samples, all yes. that stuff. Because in Chicago, if you're younger, you don't remember it. I didn't really understand it. You know, I worked in the record stores. Yes. I just was about music. I would be the guy to go to the house parties and play hip hop and go. vice versa and go. drop some drum and bass or some Absolutely. reggae. So I enjoy seeing the, the progression where we've started. I met Terry in high school. Yes. Uh, playing at an all girls Catholic high school. I think it was Holy Trinity. Holy uh, Trinity. Yeah, they hired a bunch of DJs. Yep. I was playing alternative new wave industrial. Yep. Terry was playing disco. Yep. And we just kind of connected and stayed in touch. And it was a great night, especially for kids, just to hear, because I'm a music head. Like, I love all genres of music. And just to experience that, and I'm going to tell you, it's funny that you say that, that was the first event in my career that I've done where the music was so broad like that. You know what I mean? And that was like, oh, man, that helped push me to say, I need to take what I do. And that's just so funny you bring that up, because I remember it like yesterday. I don't want to be just a Chicago DJ. What are they doing to go across the, the pond? You know what I mean? Like, I need to know what they're doing. And that was my whole reasoning for learning how to make tracks and because I didn't want to just keep it here in the city, you know? Yeah. It's kind of a, a blueprint for for younger DJs and producers yes. to, you know, to, to trace the steps yes. and how to set yourself apart. Of course. You know, there's always a plethora of DJs when yes. it comes to Chicago and people saying, you know, why can't I get on? Yes. You really need to make yourself unique and, and stand out, you know. Yes. And see, and, that's why with me, obviously, people that's listening, they can't see it. But that's why I have this gentleman sitting next to me. Kirk Townsend, which is a legend. So you always got to have the older guys that, that was there before you. You know what I mean? And so he gives me that inspiration and keeps me grounded to say, you know, hey, man, I was before you. So therefore, <laughs> you know, you got to make sure you represent this situation right. And he's an old geezer, so I feel a little <laughs> sorry for him. So it's only natural. So don't. no one can ever come to me and say, Terry, you don't give back. You forgot where you came from. No, nah, he's sitting right next to me. So shout out to the old man, Kirk Townsend. I know if I pop on this mic, we're going to be here for a minute. I <laughs> <laughs> so, love it. In the uh, the camp, you've got Immaculate. you got a great cast of folks. Absolutely. What's going on with the label? What what are we going to hear in the new year? Any any uh, new releases you're looking forward to? Oh, absolutely, man. We have a new Melbourne Moore single coming. Immaculate is actually working on an EP. Um, I got some things that me and Kurt are currently in the process. We can't speak on just yet, but just know in 2023, 
you are hearing it first. It is something major, 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 major. I can't say I want to say it, but I promise you, Jesse, when it's ready to go and we ready to announce it, I'm going to come here and talk about it first. But I'm also working on a project with James Poison out of uh, Philly. Um, a lot of people may know him from producing from The Roots and Mariah Carey and Lauren Hill, and he's on Jimmy Fallon. Um, we came up with a group together called uh, Julius Jordan. That represents Julius Irving from Philadelphia and, of course, Michael Jordan from Chicago. So he's, we the best from Philly, the best in Chicago coming together, and here is Julius Jordan. So we got a big project that we've released some singles with Eric Robeson, but we're really finna finish up a full album as well. So I'm looking forward to that. I wanted to thank you for the, the Sound of Chicago record you yes. did right before the, the picnic. It was great to see you guys perform it in Hyde Park at the event. That really was a nice throwback, kind of yes. refreshed. See, uh, Dion on, on the project. Yeah, man, that, that record. So TS, TSOB, which is the original, uh, The Sound of Brooklyn, was one of my favorite records. And these are actually, I'll joke on the side, that Kurt and Wayne Williams broke. And... I just felt like I need to do that record over. No one was checking for it. You know, it wasn't as quick as people think. I was sitting on that record for like two years because trying to get raps from all of those people, you know, obviously big shout to Common. I didn't want a verse from him. I just wanted him to do that intro. You know, one, two, three. Are you ready? So he did that. And then, of course, people know Mike Dunn. He does his thing and he kind of kicked it off. And I remember me and Immaculate was talking because I'm like, yo, I want to put Dion on the record, but maybe I can just get him on there, maybe saying something cool, but not necessarily funny. And he was like, I don't know, man, he I, he could probably do the rap. And I'm like, well, you know what? He's a writer. So I called him and was like, hey, think you could write something for this? He was like, hell yeah. And it's so dope is that that's the first time he ever rapped on anything. And he sounds like a polished MC. Like I was watching him do the takes and I was like, nah, bro, you did this before. And then, you know, I got my sister Shantae Savage. She killed it. She's like the Roxanne Shantae. Like, you know, her verse is out of there. And I got my brother AM7 that I've been with for years, a.k.a. Twan Gabs. And then, of course, Cold Heart. Like, I had to bring the West Side from Crucial Conflict on it. And then I just had this weird idea. It was like, I got to get Jamie Principal on here. And all I want him to do is say the prayer from Bad Boy. You know what I mean? Just to hear him, number one, Jamie hasn't done nothing really with besides the the gorillas. He did a record with somebody else, but Jamie is not doing a feature unless it's something hot or he really messes with you. So shout to to Shantae Savage and just, you know, the relationship that myself and Jamie has is incredible. And just to hear his voice, if anybody knows any househead that heard that record, when Jamie did it, he called Frankie's name and he turned it around on that record and said my name, and that was the glue. I was like, we're done. That's it. We're done. That's the sound of Chicago right there, period, point blank. I said one, two, three, are you ready? Are you ready? I said one, two, three, are you ready? Are you ready? I said one, two, three. 
Okay, let me introduce myself, cause I'm no sucker MC on the shelf. I'm the M I K E D, you double N, I get your C's up and let the show begin. I house you so good when I grab the mic, Southside Shot Town, house is for life. It's the TSOC bumping every day, now get your hands up, cause I heard you say, I like the way you be throwing on down deep house disco, that real house sound. So act like you know we straight from the go, now let's throw it back and fire up. I'm like done, shock the house, come in, shock the house, or go hard. Shock the house This is what it looks like When you turn it out Let me tell you a little story That nobody knows About the deaf MC That's from the go It's a D-E-O-N Ziploc fresh And every time I bust a rhyme You lose your breath On my cocoa skin I put lotion on And by now you should know I'm a Capricorn Hey ladies This one's for you Reppin' 773 or 312 Head in hillside Nothing less Walking in the house spot Knowing you're the best I rock it out I love the ladies And when you're off the dance floor Jump in my Mercedes So we can slide to the crib Champagne to drink, and when the bottle's all done, paradise in the sheep. Now I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. And if I die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Jamie, Terry, Jack the Box. Yeah, disco rap, that era. Absolutely. I always look for that stuff, that tempo. Yes. You know, there's a lot of good records from the, the Jimmy Spicer Ooh. and all that yes. stuff. Yes. All of that stuff, it was kind of the precursor to hip house. Yes. And, uh, you know, in Chicago, we definitely love our hip house. Yes, we do, man. And that's the thing that's that was so important to me. I'm glad you said that. I'm going to get back to that on my album and just even releasing records at that tempo. It is a huge void. Shout out to Louis Vega. He's always around that tempo, but 113, 115, you know what I mean? But that is so missing. Everybody's just coming in, 122, 123, 126. Like, you're just starting up. Nah, let's ease back up into that like we used to do. And so I'm finding myself doing a lot of records at that tempo because it's missing. This is someone who's part of the family, of doing course. well. You always got to be proud and be rooting for them. Man, listen, it's the love that... Not just the world, but the city, man. Just Chicago has shown, has been. It's mind-blowing, Jesse. Like, I'm I'm super proud to say I'm from this city. It's funny. I did a quote off record uh, on this blog, and I was like, man, I'm doing this for my city, and I'm doing this for the love of house music and the house music community, and I'm going to be real pimpish walking that red carpet, and they quoted it. So now I'm sticking with it. And I don't mean pimp in a literal sense, but when we say that, that means you're going to be sharp. You know what I mean? So I'm just excited, bro. Jesse, you already know, man. Whenever you call, brother, I am there. So let's make it happen. Let's awesome. It. Thank well, you, thank brother. thank you. Much love to Kurt. Respect. Absolutely. Absolutely. If anybody is out there really kind of intrigued, maybe you know the name Kurt. Maybe it's it's new to you. Yes. I suggest looking up Maurice Joshua's new podcast, yes. Everything House Music and More. I definitely learned some things listening to the conversations. Yeah. I'm of an age where I was kind of on that cusp. I, I mean, was a, you both. Yeah. I'm 52, so yeah. absolutely. I'm right, I'm right there. I'm always excited. Much uh, love to Lori Branch yes. and all that stuff. I learned a lot, you know, listening. Don't rely on Wikipedia. Oh, my God, you know? no. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. I looked up on, was it Wikipedia or something? And I was looking for something, and then it came by because I put my name in there because something was wrong. And I was trying to get it fixed. And then it says, DJ Terry Hunter from Chicago's net worth. And it hit me for $18 million. And I'm like, 
Well, where is that money at? Where y'all get this information from? Net worth 18 million? Come on. <laughs> so, yes, Jesse, yeah, people, please don't listen to everything you see on the internet. Lunch is on Terry today. That's it. Because I'm telling you, they was wrong. I'm worth 38 million, not 18. <laughs> I wish. Jesus. All right, guys. We're coming back with some more music right after this. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. And that was my conversation with Grammy-nominated DJ producer Terry Hunter, representing the Chosen Few DJs and Teasebox Records. Big shout out to Kurt Townsend, legendary Chicago party promoter from the Mendel days. Hope you guys enjoyed the conversation. Thanks for tuning in.